You're listening to episode number two of the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Have you ever had a client experience that went way south? Expectations weren't met, miscommunication made things go haywire. Somewhere along the way, you and your client got on two completely separate pages. Look, we get it. Running your own business is freaking hard. Yet client communication is one of the most underrated aspects of entrepreneurship that people overlook. Yet it's the foundation of everything. Making sure you're communicating clearly with your clients is one of the top priorities to running a successful business. It's on us as entrepreneurs, not our clients, to make sure expectations are set way in advance, questions are answered before they're asked, and everything is made crystal clear from the beginning. In today's episode, Evie and I break down five ways to improve your client communication so in the future you can avoid things like misunderstandings leading to unhappy clients, expectations not being met because you were on two different pages, and angry clients who demand refunds. Our goal for this episode is for you to walk away with tangible tips to uplevel your communication strategy with your clients. So are you ready to be very clear about who you are, who you serve, and what you do? Awesome. Let's dive in. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, let's chat about client communication. This is one of my favorite topics to teach on and just to talk about, because I think that it's an aspect of your businesses that gets so overlooked by so many entrepreneurs. I think it's super easy to think about branding and your website or just Instagram, all the flashy fun things. But client communication is a tool that we can utilize as entrepreneurs to really just launch our business into a success um, and create a business that has so much longevity um, behind it. And so I'm going to paint a picture for you. Um, No matter what kind of industry that you're in, if you're a photographer, a designer, whatever, um, you're probably in a Facebook group for your industry, right? And in those Facebook groups, at least for me, I always find that we we like to kind of talk with our fellow like creatives that are in the same industry. And we always see in Facebook groups, just like these horror stories from clients that were like, basically just from hell, more or less. Um, I think we see those a lot. And I want to tell you right now that nearly every client horror story is on us, the entrepreneur for not communicating something very clearly or clearly enough. Yeah, there's obviously about one to 5% um, of people and of clients that are actually genuinely just crazy and can't be pleased no matter what you do. (laughs) Um, So you probably, the longer and the more you're in business, you'll probably run across that one of those 5% that's just a a crazy person and you've done everything you could. Um, But other than that, like rare occasion where you bump into that rare breed, it's almost always because expectations were not communicated clearly or the contract was not gone over in depth with a client or 
how we work, how the experience is with working with us, with hiring us, something along those lines, your communication with that client and setting those expectations was just not done well. So today we're going to dive into five ways to improve your client communication um, and really take it to the next level and create that solid communication and brand voice and working with your client in a way that's going to make you two a team and unified and both of you just beyond ecstatic with the experience. Yeah. So let's dive in. The first way to improve your client communication, number one, I love doing this, is send a freebie immediately after they inquire. Um, so why do that? First of all, one, it serves your potential client immediately. It sets you up as an expert in your field. Um, and it gives them a chance to be educated about what you do from the very beginning before they even hear from you back like in email. Um, an example that I do is on my website, I have two forms. So two ways that people can hire me are either like photography clients or mentor sessions. Um, and so those are two different types of people. So I have two different freebies to give them immediately after they inquire. So on my forms, I have my um, website redirect to a thank you page once they hit submit. And so for if you're inquiring with me for photography, once that person hits submit, it goes to a thank you page that is um, for my photography clients. And it gives them a freebie on four ways to rock your next photo shoot. That's an example um, that I personally use. And that way, before I've even responded to their email, like they're getting a downloadable freebie on like whether they book me or not. I'm helping them by being like, uh, hey, four ways to rock your next photo shoot. It's also setting them up for the expectation of like what working with you would be like based on what you say in your freebie. For my mentor sessions, um, same thing. I have a form to fill out. And when they hit submit, it goes to a thank you page with a freebie targeted to photographers because that's who's hiring me usually for mentor sessions. Um, and that freebie is like on five tips for authentic natural posing. So that's a freebie that mentor ease, I guess, would be interested in. And so that's just a really great way to set your potential client up for success and to like just wow them before you've literally ever responded. And once you set that up, it's completely automated. Like you don't have to do anything and you're blowing them away with like barely any work from you. All you have to do is make those freebies, set them up on your website and you're good to go. Um, so that's one of my favorite ways because it, it just gives you that information right away or gives your potential client that information right away. And it, I don't know, it just blows them away in my opinion. Yeah, totally agree. The second thing that we wanted to talk about was to respond right away. Um, the name of the game in this industry is that a client is going to book the first person that they really create a connection with. Um, if they've already connected with someone, whether that's you or another person in your industry, and they really feel like, you know, I get this person, I like this person, I like this vibe they're not going to sit around and wait for the other five emails to come in from the other creatives or the other people and, you know, scour through all of them. Most of the time, they're going to make their decision and book the first person that they are instantly feel, I connect with them, I like them, I'm vibing with them, they're in my budget, whatever. That's so um, true. So with that being said, it's so important. I am so blown away by the number of creative entrepreneurs that I hear respond within like a few days to an inquiry. Um, I personally try to respond to every single inquiry within one to three hours. Um, that's my personal You're a goal. Workhorse, 
I am. And I am, have been able to really do that and harness that and utilize that in this season of life. Um, I just didn't have, I, I don't have a husband. I don't have kids. I am just more able to, if I hear an inquiry come in, I'm able to usually just, and it takes me about 20 seconds. So it's not like it's a long process. Um, but just being immediately there and 99.9% of the time, my clients are like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe how fast you got back to me. Um, because every other person they've reached out to takes, you know, 24 to 72 hours to respond to their inquiry. And I'm immediately within like, usually I try to go under an hour. It's like within 20 minutes, they've got a a big, long, amazing response with me, like super detailed, my pricing guide, all the info, all the deets. Um, so that's like one way that you can just blow them out of the water and set yourself up for success in working with that client. Because honestly, if they even don't want to work with you or they're not the right fit or you're not the right fit for them, you also don't want to waste their time and have them sit around waiting to find out that you're not the right fit or you're not available or whatever it is. So the faster you respond, the more you're serving them in the end too. But with all of that being said too, we do have to keep in mind that there are boundaries um, of not being on your phone 24-7 or not being on your laptop or glued to your work. Um, so I know there are really healthy ways to set boundaries for, you know, these are my work hours. And, you know, you can even say stuff like that on your website or something like that of ways to set boundaries. I will say, though, um, something I've noticed is if you have an email template, which is awesome, that's the way that you can respond so quickly. Um, if I'm at my computer and an inquiry comes in, I could technically respond within like five minutes, but my inquiry template is like response template is so long that I also want to wait at least like 30 minutes because I don't ever want it to be like, wow, she, there's no way she could, po- could have possibly written this in like five minutes. Yeah, that's so, so true. <laughs> so maybe don't respond like within five minutes, but yes. Basically, the point is like respond fast because in a world that's used to everything being instantaneous, like we have to be quick as entrepreneurs. Like think about Amazon Prime, DoorDash, Netflix, Grubhub, Uber, like literally everything in our world is instantaneous and people like are freaking impatient. <laughs> so we have to adapt. Yeah, we have to adapt yeah. to that as entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah. Definitely necessary. Okay, so tip number three is to send them a thank you gift once they book. Um, I think this is just a really excellent client spoiling thing that you can do, like to spoil your clients, to make them feel loved, to make them feel valued, is like to serve them and give them a gift for booking you. It's like a thank you. Um, And it spoils them from the get-go. It gives them an elevated client experience, and it shows them that you're a priority. No, sorry. They're a priority to you. Like it if you want to treat your clients like you value them and let them know that. I think client gifting is such a incredible way to do that. Um also it's just like a plain nice thing to do, guys. <laughs> um and so some examples of what we use to give clients. Um we use a variation of different things, but I personally use a company called Marigold and Gray. I know there's like a billion type of Um, companies out there like this, but it's basically a gift box service where I can custom make a box for my clients that book me. Um, And that way I automate it. So that way um, I just have my assistant email them once a client books with me and they just send out a box and it's curated. It matches my brand style and everything like that. Um, I know Evie does a little bit different stuff. So I'm going to let you talk about that. 
Yeah. So I do something a little bit more customized to each one of my clients. I uh, try to customize each box to what I know their interests are or what I know their loves are. I pay attention to their inquiry. I pay attention to any like Skype consultation or uh, email communication that we've had that I know they mentioned that they have a puppy or a dog. And then I will have um, someone on my team customize the box and throw in, you know, something for their puppy or, um, they love outdoors and rock climbing. So I'll throw in a gift card to REI or, you know, something like that, that I know is going to show them not only do I value you as a client and not only are you like super important to me and in a club of like, we're in the Evelyn Grace experience, but also it shows, wow, she really paid attention to us and to, what we are interested in and what our life looks like and what season of life we're in. Um, so I love doing that, but I've set it up in such a way that it's handled mostly by my team. I just tell them what to add to it. And I am not spending hours over every single box because as a busy entrepreneur, it's also smart to pay attention. Yes, you want to up-level your client experience, but you also want to make sure you're serving them in the areas where you need to be pouring your energy. And I don't have time to pour you know, four hours into shopping for stuff and then packaging it and then taking it to the post office. I have someone on my team doing that, but that's a really great way, um, just to elevate the experience for them. Because the other thing you have to keep in mind is they're going to refer you to other people. And so if you are just blowing their minds left and right with the way you're serving them and the expertise that you bring to the table and the ways that you've gone above and beyond for them and just different things, they're going to be so much more likely to refer you to somebody else. And the minute you say, uh, you know, Hey, I would love a review. They're like, Oh honey, give me two seconds. And you know, five sheets of paper. I'll be right there. Like they're going to be going up for you. Um, and I just want to interject real quick. If you are not at the point where you have a team member or you are not at the point where you have the budget to do a gifting service, don't feel like a client gift has to be super, super expensive. You could, you could like reel back what Evie does and do like simply just like a gift card for even like 20 bucks. It doesn't have to be super crazy. It could be just be like a book Mm -hmm. that they said that they loved or something. Like it could be something super simple and super cheap that's still meaningful. It doesn't have to be super crazy if you're just starting out and you don't have that big of a budget. So I just wanted to interject that. Um, So everyone's like, okay, that's great when I have like so much money to spend, but no, it it can be super simple. And you can it can be something as simple as like a Netflix gift card and be like, hey, you know, during this, you know, crazy season of built, launching this brand or planning this wedding or whatever, like kick back, relax and just enjoy, you know, a, a month of Netflix on me or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And then something else that I know um, I do is when I send out as a photographer, when I send out a gallery um, to a wedding client, I love sending them a bottle of champagne and I try to time it so that it sends out about the same time as the gallery, as I deliver the gallery and I can just track whenever it's being delivered so that I just send the gallery and I have it ready to deliver on the day that they get their champagne. And it's just like it's something little extra um, that I love doing. But then also from a client perspective, both me and Evie worked with the same designer on our website and the Hart University's website. And obviously in that scenario, we're the client and on launch day for all for the Hart University's website and then also Evie's website and my website, every time on launch day, um, Sarah would send us like 
I think she sent me like chocolate covered strawberries and I was pregnant at the time. So I was like, God bless you. <laughs> like just from a client's perspective, it was so meaningful. And I was like, damn, I'm yeah. going to remember that. Like that's so like, I remember when we yeah. launched the Heart University's website, she sent us a huge box of flowers to Maui where we were at the time. And it was just like, it was just that cherry on top that made her experience with yeah. us or our experience with her so meaningful and so next level. Just love on your clients, guys, and go above and beyond for them. Serve them in every way you can possibly think of. Um, you're in the service industry if you're a creative entrepreneur 99% of the time. So just remember to be there for them, show up for them, serve them, and love on them. Hey, Heart Fam, we had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka-ching sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part, <laughs> HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline an excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. And then diving in to number four, we're going to talk about setting up an email workflow sequence. So just a reminder, after you've had those first few emails with your clients and you know they've booked with you, woohoo, you've sent them a gift, woohoo, everything's great. And then, oh no, you don't talk to them for months. Like that is the last thing you want to do as a, a business owner, as a creative entrepreneur, you want to be on top of it with them to stay in touch, to make sure you can't help them and serve them along, you know, the weeks or the months or the days or whatever it is, however long your process is working with a client. Um, you can set up automated emails to be sent out, you know, every few months until the day of the event or when the final product is delivered or, you know, things like that, whether they're purchasing, you know, a service from you, like a, you know, a wedding photographer or a designer, or they're purchasing something like, you know, calligraphy prints or something like that. If you're sending out emails that go out like, Hey, your package is out for delivery or your package has been delivered, you know, things like that as you know, you're purchasing a physical product. It's just so nice to know, your order has been received, your order has been processed, it's been shipped, it's out for delivery, you know, things like that are simple emails that you can set up that uh, just bring your client along the whole process. And if you're a photographer or a designer or a videographer or a baker or whatever, bringing constant communication to your clients, even along this whole workflow, the months leading up to whatever it is that they're doing, checking in with them, answering questions that they might have, uh, again, circling back to like setting expectations for them and, you know, telling them like, Hey, in 
a week or a month, I'm going to be sending you this questionnaire or I'm going to be, you know, circling back around to talk about your timeline or just different things. And staying on top of that with your clients is so, so vital. You should not be waiting for them to ask you questions. They shouldn't ever be sitting there wondering when you're going to address X, Y, or Z. Like you should already be answering those before they ever even think to have those questions. So leading them along through your experience, taking the initiative to set those expectations from the beginning and never, ever dropping the ball on the client communication. So one really incredible tool to really simplify this process for you is to utilize a client management system. We highly recommend HoneyBook. Both Lindsay and I use it and have used it for years. And I've honestly used other client management systems as well. And can't even recommend HoneyBook enough. I switched over to them and I am so thankful I did. They have so many tools and opportunities for you to simplify all of your client communication process while still up-leveling it. So taking time away while bringing a next level experience to your clients, you have an entire workflow system set up within HoneyBook where you know what emails go out at what times. You can have them uh, in templates as much as you want. Uh, You can customize those templates. It sets you reminders of, hey, it's time to send out the one-month email or the three-week email or the one-week email or this questionnaire or this follow-up, whatever it is. You are able to customize and set up each workflow sequence so that you are pretty much not doing any work once you've set up that workflow. Um, So Lindsay and I both love HoneyBook, but you're welcome to go look at another client management system if you want. We just personally cannot recommend HoneyBook enough. Both of us use it and we will swear by that till the day we die. All right. Number five, set expectations from the very, very beginning. So like Evie mentioned earlier, responding immediately obviously is great. So what happens once they book you? So again, Once they book you, once they put money down, respond immediately thanking them and giving them something of value. Um, If your service is expensive, I'm sure your retainer is very expensive. So it's like, okay, they've just dropped a ton of money on you. What are you going to give them immediately? Especially for an example of like a photographer where the event of the day is maybe a year away. Like what can you give them instantaneously of value to let them know I value the fact that you just dropped like a thousand or two thousand or three thousand or whatever dollars on me. Like, I don't take that lightly. I want to give you something immediately in return. I mean, obviously, they're paying you for the event that would happen in a year. Or if it's a designer, like, obviously, the website might not be done or the logo or whatever. It might take a while. But what could you give them immediately of value to let them know, hey, I'm in your corner. I got you. And I I value you as a client of, and I value the fact that you picked me. Um, So an example is no matter what industry you're in, send them a client guide or a welcome packet that kind of walks them through what the entire experience of working with you is going to look like. Um, Think of like common FAQs that you have or, or problems or miscommunications or mistakes that happen and include those in your client guide. So for example... Um, as a wedding photographer, I give my brides, the second they book, I give them a welcome, like a wedding welcome guide. And it's 50 pages long. I put a crap ton of work into it because I want them to be like, what the heck? I just hired the best photographer ever. Like that's what I want their experience to look like. And in it, I put things like 
common questions that I get on wedding days, how to do uh, the perfect timeline, how the lighting in the ceremony or the reception should look, what should lighting look like at in the getting ready space, like things like that. Um, but no matter what industry you're in, I think a wedding or not a wedding, no matter what industry you're in, a, a welcome guide is such a high end thing that you can give them right away just to set expectations and to prep them for what the situation and like what the experience is going to look like with you. Um, And for me specifically, like when I do that, not only is it like making them feel loved and valued and like, wow, this is a lot of information that's super helpful. It's also making my job easier. Like if I'm telling brides, hey, get ready in a room with lots of windows, very clean, like white walls or neutral looking walls and lots of like get ready near the window and don't have a lot of clutter. Like that's making my job as a photographer 1000% easier if they actually pay attention to that advice. Um, so not only is it setting them, them up for success, but it's setting you up for success as well, just to set those expectations from the get-go very, very clearly. And if you Skype with your client uh, before they book, go over the things in the contract that you want them to know. For example, uh, if you're a wedding photographer, talk about the fact that you don't send or deliver raws, that the retainer is non-refundable no matter what, that this is my style, this is what you're hiring me for, uh, I don't reschedule the event uh, in case of bad weather or you know anything like that. Like talk about what happens if you're not able to deliver what you've promised, whether that's, you know, you're not able to shoot the wedding for in case of life or death or emergency or something like that. Um, anything that could potentially be like a concern or an issue in the future, talk about it, like explain it. Don't just assume that they're going to go over the contract because most of the time, unless you're like me and were raised by my mother who reads every single terms and agreement that you ever sign up for, <laughs> uh, you're, you're not going to be reading that contract super in depth as a client. So just make sure as the business owner that you're actually stepping alongside them and making sure that they understand those expectations from the beginning because you never want them to come back to you and be like, I didn't see that. I didn't understand that. I, I, you know, like I'm so disappointed in you when it really wasn't your fault, except that you didn't walk them through it and make sure they understood it. That's so good because you can't just assume that people are reading the contract. Yes, absolutely have all of your terms and agreements in your contract. But like she said, like you can't assume that they're reading it. Literally walk them through it. Talk about it. Don't be afraid to talk about like issues. And something else I notice is that people are afraid often to talk about those things because it's like, oh, well, what happens if I can't be at your wedding? Like that's like an iffy question that you don't really want to talk about. But um, I've had to deal with that a lot, especially when I gave birth in June. Um, <laughs> like the height of wedding season. <laughs> I had to talk about that with my clients and I had to talk about like what's going to happen if I give birth in your wedding month, which happened. Um, <laughs> but no matter what industry you're in, like make sure you go over that contract. Like make sure that that's very clear from the get-go and just don't assume that they're going to read it because a lot of people don't. <laughs> yeah. All right. So just to quickly recap everything that we just covered, number one, send a freebie immediately after they inquire. Number two, respond right away. Don't wait around. Get them their answer and their information that they need immediately. Number three, send them a thank you gift once they book. Number four, set up an email workflow sequence. So don't just leave them hanging for months or weeks on end. Constantly be in communication with them. 
And number five, set the expectations from the beginning. Don't wait for them to ask questions. Don't wait for them to have a misunderstanding. Constantly be setting the tone and the expectations before they ever even book with you. All right. That's it, fam. We hope these tips were super helpful to you. We hope that um, you can go out now and crush your client communication, up-level them, and hopefully you will, will not experience those horrible client communication horror stories that you always see in Facebook groups. So we hope that this was helpful. If you want to connect with us and other listeners in the Heart and Hustle community, you can join our Facebook group with the link in the show notes. And if you want to find us or connect with us on Instagram or social media, uh, you can follow us at Mrs. Lindsay Roman, at Evie Rupp, or at The Heart University to join the community and follow along with all of our crazy antics. We love you guys so much. Thank you for joining in for this episode, and we can't wait to see you in the next one. Bye.